0: Show them something today. How come we still have no defense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Number one defense in the league. Number one defense. defense in the league. Dallas Cowboy defense unconscious. Hey, fantastic, fantastic, fantastic. Every single one of you. I mean, I'm, and I'm not just talking about these last 60 minutes. I'm talking about the quarterback schools, the mini camps, the training camp. Everybody. Help help. And the thing else i got to say is, how about them Cowboys? Back to throw again is Aikman, some pressure, gets the pass away. Derek Davis picks it off, he's got a line down the left side, touchdown 49ers! The Cowboys have given us a lot of great games and have been great champions. But three in a row won't happen. Nobody's ever done it. And it won't happen now. Craig Aikman told us, he said, I hope Steve Young wins one. I just don't want it to be against us. Steve Young in the shadows of Hill, Montana, for so many years, is finally out. And it's his day, and it's his team. And he knows it. And everyone else knows it. for our final game of the NFC uh, Divisional Round matchups and of course NFL Divisional Round weekend this will be a great one in store here tonight. I mean this uh, yeah, coming up it'll be a 6.30pm uh, kickoff time between the Dallas Cowboys and the San Francisco 49ers uh, right here at Levi's Stadium and Santa Clara right there. Uh, this game will be on uh, Fox and Fox deportes. Uh, for this one, the Dallas Cowboys lead the all-time playoff series at 5-3. San Francisco 49ers have one two straight, beginning with the 1994 NFC Championship game, which uh, ended the Cowboys' quest of repeating uh, to back in the 90s. And then, of course, last year, the San Francisco 49ers uh, pretty much dominated the Cowboys and hung on towards the end. In uh Dallas uh to win that game. And that was of course a game right there where Dak Prescott, I uh, forgot how much time was left on the clock or whatever, and basically ended up uh, losing that game right there. That uh contest right there. They lost that one 17 to 23 right there. As you look at the San Francisco Flyers were able to control the run game in that game, 169 to 77 uh yards. Uh, in that matchup right there. And the Cowboys, uh ever since then, they've been uh wanting to have this uh rematch versus the Four Niners. Uh they've been uh, waiting for them all season pretty much. And the Niners right now, uh who in our team has been smoking hot as well. They are 13-4. I was 4-5. Testful 49ers did a brilliant job uh taking care of the Seattle Seahawks in that game. They won that game 41 to 23 it was a uh, close uh, battle earlier on in the first half, 17 to 16. But then the uh, San Francisco 49ers slowly pulled away. They scored, outscored the Seattle Seahawks in the second half, 18 to six. Right there, to the win that game, 41 to 23. Right there, Brock Purdy he uh, keeps his uh, fresh uh, streak going right now as he has won uh, uh, for the most part the season. He has one six straight. He's looking to make it seven straight, including in the playoffs, which can make it two and all, right right there. But uh so far, Mr. Irrela, proven to be uh relevant so far right now. Uh leading this team. We look at behind a guy like uh Jimmy Garoppolo, who had to uh be out for the rest of the season during the Miami uh Dolphins right there, as uh we looked at it, uh the 49ers. Uh, who injured his foot in the first quarter and uh, went under surgery uh, the next day. And uh, he was ruled out for the uh, season right there in uh, week 13 uh, where that game uh, took place. But here we go right now, uh, 49ers right now, uh, clicking on all cylinders as well. But just give you a little brief history, too, on these two teams. Their uh, playoff rivalry uh, matchup all time uh, right now. As we look at, like I said, the Cowboys lead the all-time series at five and three. And uh right now, uh in the all-time matchups, the biggest uh, comeback was by the Cowboys in the 1972 NFC Championship game, where they overcame an 18 point deficit. Uh, this is out of the road at, at Campbell Stick San Francisco, and uh where they pulled within 16 points within uh five uh minutes. And then uh, later on, uh, with two minutes re- remaining in the ballgame at CalStick, Cowboys will receive will recover a crucial on kick with a uh, minute and a half remaining. And where the ball bounced off wide receiver Preston Riley of the 49ers and quarterback Mel Remple recovered. Roger Starbuck would then go on to get uh, two scores right there in that span, a 20-yard touchdown pass to Billy Parks and the game-winning 10-yard touchdown pass uh, to Ron uh, Sellers with uh, less than a minute remaining. They would hang on the win. They would, however, come up short to go back to the Super Bowl, losing to Washington the following week in the NFC Championship game right there. Who would then go on to lose to Don Sheila's perfect, eventual perfect uh, 1972 Miami Dolphins team who won Super Bowl seven, the only perfect team in NFL uh, history. And uh, here we go. As we look at like uh, some of the other uh, matchups, too, I mean, between these uh two teams right here, the Dallas Cowboys and Four ers definitely got a lot of familiarity right here. The Four ers do technically uh lead the all-time series of the Dallas Cowboys, which crews uh regulars and uh postseason right there, as uh 49ers are 15, 14, and one only one tie between these uh two teams ever uh since uh, playing right there. And, uh that only tie came back on December 16th uh 1967 right there this was in San Francisco. Uh, Cisco no excuse me uh November 27 1969 this was in Dallas right there uh 24 all was the uh, final score in that game remember two this is before sudden death overtime came into play but anyway here we go the Dallas uh Cowboys right now we we look at one of the biggest uh keys right now, too, for for the Cowboys to have a shot at knocking off the 49ers. Because I tell you what, if the Cowboys could beat this 49ers team, they may be the hot team that could be rolling, possibly going to their first ever Super Bowl in 27 years. Yellow in their first NFC championship game. Because the winner of this matchup will unfortunately have to go travel on the road uh, to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles right there. The Eagles got a very phenomenal defense right there. First team with uh, 70 sacks or more in a season uh, since the 1989 Minnesota Vikings, who had 71 in the season. Chicago Bears, uh, Mike and Buddy Ryan's Bears hold a record. Uh, They did it twice where they had two 70-plus sack seasons, uh, 72 in 1984, the year before they won their Super Bowl. And then in 1987, the strike-shortened year, they also got 70 right there. Now, you can argue they will have played – that sixteenth game right there, uh, they could smash their record in 1984 right there. They're on pace to smash it right there. But one of the biggest keys too for the Cowboys will be outside linebacker Mark Michael Parsons having encore performance like that Monday Night Football versus the Bucks, where he had a sack, a combined uh three combined tackles, uh two tackles for lost, two quarterback hits, and two pass deflections a piece right there. I mean, Micah Parsons, uh, who's been the Defense Rookie of the Year uh, last season and a Defense Player of the Year candidate, each of those first two seasons made the All-Pro uh, each time in his uh, two seasons uh, with the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, when you look at a guy like Micah Parsons, who has been a game-changer for this defense, no question, who was drafted 12th overall in the 2021 NFL Draft out uh, Penn State. And he's definitely helped bring a fur attitude to this team right here. I mean, some people will dare make the comparison, like what he was to Lawrence Taylor right there who came in the league. Totally different animal. I'm not comparing him, but many others who have, like, tried and draw parallels, like a Skip Bayless or other people that have covered this team. And the Cowboys right now, I mean, let's face it. I mean, this is, like, a legit first team they haven't had in a while. They could have it to be a Super Bowl contender, if you think about it. I mean, they've been like this team has been more mentally focused, I think, than any other Cowboys team of recent years past. A lot of people would still be expecting, you know, Jerry Jones' team to do cowboy things right there where they just be collapsing right there. I mean, you look at recently the 17 point collapse to the Jacksonville uh Jaguars right there. I mean, basically, I mean I mean the Cowboys team have had definitely had their uh frustrations right there. But I mean when you look at uh like I said, like they're blown leads all time. I mean basically, I mean that 17 point lead uh versus the Jaguars ranks uh sixth. The worst one they surrendered was a 24 uh point lead. And uh they that was to the Detroit Lions on October 2nd, 2011. They lost that game 30 to 24 in that uh contest right there. 30 to 34. That game. And that was uh in Jerry's world. Jerry rolled right there. Then of course they also had a twenty-three point lead. They blew against Green Bay Packers back at December 15, twenty thirteen. Twenty-one point lead bowling against Washington, over twenty eighth, nineteen sixty-five. And then a twenty point lead versus the Eagles, October twenty-third, nineteen eighty-eight. Eighteen point lead versus Colts September 15, ninety six, and then the Jaguars. Okay. Uh- the season right here. Uh back in uh weeks six. Uh no week fifteen, excuse me. So there you have it right there. I mean a lot of stuff to go on right now, but the Cowboys right now are looking to uh cap off the season. Uh Jerry Jones, he knows uh time is running out basically to try and like uh deliver a Super Bowl uh, right now for the first time. In twenty-seven uh years. It's been that long of a drought right there. And if you look at it right here, I mean it definitely went all in right here for this for the most part. And the Cowboys, I mean, who always so like to refer to themselves as America's team. Sometimes they, they get they draw a little bit too much attention, but right now, this is a team right now who's trying to get back to be a Super Bowl uh, contending team and uh, be able to win uh big here, and finally have a uh, nice uh, year to remember the cap off and uh, be a third team to have uh, six uh, Super Bowls right here. So let's uh, wait and find out how this uh, goes. But anyway, uh, let's look at it right here now too. Uh, aside from that, uh, his expectations for Sunday's divisional round uh, game at San Francisco was coming from Marcus, uh, Michael Parsons. The bigger the stage, the bigger the player, he said to speak. I don't want to go out there and try to outcompete compete the 49ers. They're going to beat my ass. My player play their game, I'm going to play my game. I'm going to bring my strengths of what I bring to the table. They're going to bring their strengths. Let's just bail it out. The 12th overall pick out of Penn State has uh, just been phenomenal right there. Cowboys have been 25-10 and 10 since drafting Parsons. He played a career-high 79 snaps Monday night, 64 on the defensive line, and 15 at linebacker. He's expected to be moving around quite a bit Sunday, facing rookie quarterback in San Francisco's Brock Purdy. It makes sense to have him guessing where Parsons is going to be from play to play. Parsons and Prescott didn't hesitate in wanting to face four hours coming off the wild card round. And uh, Parsons will say, this is the 300, day. we need to cut one of the heads off. Either way, you're going to meet them at some point. Are you going to be ready for your moment? I wear it now than later. And, of course, Micah Parsons is two defensive ends who are the top dogs in the sack department. Uh, Parsons leads the way with 13.5 sacks. George Armstrong with 8.5, and, and Demarcus Lawrence with 6 right here. And, and we look back at the offensive side of the ball. The Cowboys running back with Toy Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott, they have combined for 1,883 yards with 21 touchdowns. Uh, ranks two spots higher than the 49ers at six in rushing yards for the seasons. Now, the 49ers, the uh, Cowboys, they're neck and neck as far as like turtle ratio. 49ers uh, lead the league in turtle ratio with a plus 13, while the Cowboys are plus 10 right there. But I tell you what, one of the key matches to pay attention to right here, it'll be the Cowboys, CeeDee Lamb, with 107 receptions off of 156 targets for 1,359 yards, nine touchdowns, while with four hours wide receiver Brandon Ayuk has 78 receptions off 114 targets for 1,015 yards and eight touchdowns. Now, when you look at the defense side of the ball, it'll be right defensive line, Nick Bosa versus rookie left tackle Tyler Smith. Nick Bosa has, has had a monster year with a career-high 18.5 sacks and 48 quarterback hits. And whatever, whatever, what everybody's saying we hear, no way the Cowboys are going to win. I think you should feed into it. You should love that stuff. When no one believes in you, that's the best feeling. I like being the underdog. It's always a great story to tell. Jack Prescott, uh, one of the things that's going to have to be uh, key for him right here is getting the running game going will be a huge factor against the league's top-run defense. One of those ways could be with Prescott using his legs, not only to extend plays, but to tuck the ball and pick up yards himself. He ran a season high seven times for 24 yards and a touchdown against the Buccaneers. Don't be surprised to see some plays like the one Prescott scored on that Dallas hasn't shown all season. Now, Prescott could say when he studied last year's wildcard loss to the 49ers, he was disappointed with the way he, he executed Particularly when they had a chance to win the game, if they would have scored on the on their on one of their last two possessions. He was also only able to connect to connect on one pass to CD Lamb for 21 yards. Lamb has clearly become Dallas' number one receiver this season. Hasn't been held one catch in the game since. He's had at least four catches in each of the Cowboys' last 17 games. Now the Cowboys are a four-point underdog, according to Bet MGM. Dallas is three and two as underdogs this season. I tell you what, I mean, for the Cowboys, I think that's going to play into their advantage right here. I mean, this is a team right here who's been overcoming a lot of distractions. And even if they're able to win this game, I tell you what, they're going to have their work cut out this time going up against uh, Jalen Hurts in their second game versus him. Now, remember, I mean, the Cowboys right there, when you look at that game where they lost to Jalen Hurts and the eagles uh, back in uh, week 6 17 to 26 i mean for for the most part i mean when you, when you looked at it, i mean the cowboys did outgain the eagles no excuse me the the eagles barely outgained the cowboys 136 130 Four. Well, the biggest issue for the Cowboys in that game was the early hole they uh, found themselves in. They were down uh, 20 to zip with a minute 47 remaining in the half. They didn't get their first points of the board until 29 seconds remaining, uh, 20 to 3. Now, the Cowboys did have to make some big halftime adjustments right there to outscore the Eagles 14 to 6 right there. But, of course, breaking down that game, it was still Cooper Rush, who was filling in for the injured deck, uh, Prescott who was dealing with an injury earlier in the season. Cooper Rush to go 18 of 38, 181 yards with a touchdown, the three interceptions. I mean, this season he was a uh, four and one with a five touchdowns, three interceptions, averaging 117 yards a game. Now his QBR on a scale of one to 10, he was 59, which is okay, not impressive. Had a Q- QB rate, but he got sacked sometimes with well, a loss for 49 yards. A lot of people just kind of suspect him as a backup quarterback, which he was. But hurts in this game right here, too, when you also look at right here, who did just as much. I mean, he was their third leading – or their second leading runner on this uh, game. He had nine carries for 27 yards. Miles Sanders uh, had – a day right there, 18 uh, rushes for 71 yards with a touchdown uh, in this game. But the biggest uh, story in this game, too, when you look at it, I think definitely the Cowboys' uh, pass rush. They, they, they did everything they could keep themselves in this game right there. Now, the offensive line, I mean, surprisingly, the Cowboys did find themselves in that early hold, they allowed no sacks in that game. They were able to get to Jalen Hurts four times for a loss of 23 yards. So, which would tell me right there, I mean, the only thing is right there, Dallas Cowboys more minus three in the turnover ratio. So, they're able to keep, like, in this game versus, like, the 49ers. I think definitely protecting uh, Dak Prescott, like they did uh, last week right there, I think definitely will be a huge uh, uh, sign right there. They're able to win this game, uh, like they did against uh, Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Probably his time with Tampa Bay Buccaneers has come up. But, I mean, think about it. They've gotten the Brady uh, twice for a lost 17 yards. I mean, Brady was doing a good job getting the ball in his hands quick. But, I mean, the biggest thing right there, too, I mean, was the turnover in the red zone uh, by Brady. And you saw what happened uh, right there in that game, basically – and uh just how they're able to get this uh going uh for, for the most part. It was uh, intercepted uh, by uh Chevon He was trying to target uh Russell Gage, but the Cowboys uh did happen to score and uh get it, at least in that game, they got uh seven, they got like six points off the turnovers right there. And the biggest uh you know, story going to this game right now is about uh, Brett Maher right now, who is uh, missing some kicks right now, of uh, some bad ones. Will he be one of the reasons that gets in the Cowboys' way of advancing right now? And uh he still happens to remain the Cowboys kicker for the 49ers, despite the nightmare game, according to uh, NBC uh sports. The Cowboys just signed uh, Avante Downs to the active roster on Saturday. The club released cornerback uh, Trayvon Mullen as a course spy roster move, and they also elevated center Brock Hoffman and quarterback Xavier Rhodes from the practice squad for tomorrow's game at San Francisco. So the Cowboys, they signed former 49 Irish kicker Tristan Liz to the practice squad Wednesday as insurance. However, the team is rolling dice at Mar. Can't recover from his bad performance. I didn't activate this guy, either. So he will not be playing today's uh, game. But 49ers uh, coach, on the other, other hand, Kyle Shan, considers Robbie Gold one of the best kickers of this generation. Jackson School will be confident when they send out number nine for a field goal attempt or PA attempt right here. And you, you look at the 49ers, I mean, what they're doing all season long. I mean, Robbie Gould, I mean, he's still a phenomenal uh, kicker right now. He is in his uh, 17th uh, season right now with a a career field goal percentage of 86 and a half, uh, which is pretty freaking good. He's made 36 of 51 kicks for uh, 50 plus yards. And uh, I mean, this year... For the most part, I mean, for as far as his uh field goals uh being made, he is 27 32. He's only missed uh five so far. So think about it. and uh, there we go. So those would be the keys right there. I think uh, just keeping uh,
1: their quarterback clean
0: right there. And I think if the Cowboys could find a way to win the turnover uh battle like they did last week, they have a legit uh shot right here. But uh, one of the things too. Uh, right now, George Kittle was say, we have to stay out there and logs and make it manageable for Brock, according to Kittle. They're number one pressure for a reason. Four Niners are sixth in the league. We're protecting their quarterback with 31 sacks. I'm going to go ahead and roll the dice on this one. Give me the Dallas uh, Cowboys in on this one in another upset. And give me the Cowboys to handle, take care of business. I will go 27-17 in favor of the Cowboys. And once again, you guys can follow me, on, ladies and gentlemen, you can follow me on social media, on Twitter, at Cjr and on Instagram, at Nation. Thank you for watching the MetaSteel Podcast with your host, Charles Pratt-Ritchie, here on YouTube. Please make sure to hit that subscribe button, and for all the latest MetaSteel Podcast episodes, feel free to download them on Mixcloud, Anchor.fm, and SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcasts.